Hey Influencers, I'm your host, Krista Adama, and I want to welcome you to the Influencer Speaks podcast, a podcast that highlights millennials that are just like you in their field of work, the community, and even the world. So let's get right to it. Hello influencers, I am so ecstatic to be talking with you guys on this week. Literally, today was a good day, though I have a cold, so if I sound a little bit funny, please forgive me. I did not plan this code. Um, but yeah, I have a cold, but we still gotta push through. We have to get our goals, we have to just, you know, nothing stops because we have a little bit of code. So today I'm super duper ecstatic to be talking with my guest. Her name is Ashley Walker. Hello, Ashley. Hello. How are you? I am wonderful. So yeah, I'm super excited to talk to you and get into your story. Um, I know you have a lot of gems in store for us today, so let's get into it. (laughs) Okay, so for the people that, actually, I always start the interview by saying how I met the person. So there was this really popular event on social media that all like my associates slash friends got invited to. I think it was called like House Call. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking like, yes, yes, shout out my girl, Sierra. Amazing marketing. Mm -hmm. So Sierra, if you ever listened to this, you did a great job. Phenomenal. And I was just looking at the people that came, and I saw your name. I'm like, okay, let me do some research. I'm like, oh, no, she's she's pretty dope. So I had <laughs> to reach you. out, and I'm so glad that she responded back. Um, but to get into the questions, um, for the people that don't know who you are, can you please introduce yourself? All right. Hello, everybody. My name is Ashley. I go by Ashley Diana, or I'm trying to. <laughs> I'm the owner, uh, event director of Rob Management, which stands for Rare Affairs Event Management Company. Um, started here in Chicago, uh, and like she said, I do event management, event planning, things of that nature. Uh, so definitely, if you guys ever need some event planning help or consultations, reach out to me. Uh, Chicago-born mom, entrepreneur, all of the above. <laughs> amazing, amazing. So a lot of people want to start off with your career and go on about that, but I want to know about the younger Ashley. Tell me where where you grew up in Chicago, <laughs> if you even grew up in Chicago, because I claim Chicago, but I'm really from the South Side. Okay. So, where you grew up, what were your interests? Talk a little bit, but a little bit about the younger uh, uh, Ashley. Younger Ashley. <laughs> younger Ashley was tomboy Ashley. <laughs> was bad Ashley, but grew up in Chicago, uh, South Side all day. Okay. <laughs> Even though I jumped around, really. Um, I was born in White's Hospital. I don't know if you know where that is. Mm-hmm. That's north. So we lived north for about a year or two. Moved to Stony Island area, which okay. is east. Then moved to Prairie, which is south. Moved to Lansing. Like, we, we oh, were yeah. kind of bouncing around. Um, my mom was never uh, satisfied okay. <laughs> with where we le- uh, lived, whether it was not a big enough basement, not a big <laughs> enough backyard, whatever the case may be. Um, but growing up, I was into sports. So I did volleyball, AAU volleyball, uh, track and field were my two sports. Um, somewhat tried cheerleading, but I was a tomboy, so didn't really work out too well. I didn't, I didn't too much like it. Um, scarcely, like, compared to where I am now, I'm, like, not at all a tomboy. But, um, yeah, so did a lot of sports. Um, growing up and that was pretty much it. I was pretty bad. <laughs> Got in a lot of trouble. So while you're being a tomboy <laughs> and getting in trouble, <laughs> were there hints of like you wanting to create an experience or make events for other people? No. Wow. Not at all. Um, that didn't really, at younger Ashley, no. I would say maybe like high school okay um it's where and and even not even then because you're still kind of young so i didn't think that that i honestly never thought event planning was a career like i'm like you can't make a career out of that like yeah i help my family plan stuff yeah i help you know decorate and set up but i'm like that's not a career you know i Mm -hmm. grew up thinking like medical field science is Mm -hmm. law Mm -hmm. mainly in my family it's the medical field and law Mm -hmm. so i grew up with a mom who's a nurse uh er director now um Yeah, shout out mom. Go ahead, K Camp. <laughs> shout out St. Joseph and Memphis. Um, or St. Francis, I'm sorry. Oops. 
But yeah, so I never like thought that that was something uh, that I could make a career out of. Honestly, I wanted to be a doctor for mm. the very longest. And then I went to school and I did pre-med and I had a mentor. I did shadowing and then it got, all that was good. Being in a hospital, I absolutely loved it. Oh, wow. And then I started taking the classes. Okay. <laughs> okay. like, this isn't for me. Wait, um, what class did you take that you noticed that, yo, this wasn't for me? Orgo Kim. Mm, that's, you got it that far. I got far. That's like, good. I was, I was in my junior year when I like, yeah, my mom was pissed. <laughs> Junior year, cause it just—I never school's not for me. Oh wow, I, I'm not. I did it because I had no choice. Uh, it's what you're supposed to do. But school is just—I hate school so mm. much. And I've learned just so long to like fake it till you make it. Like I can make it sound like I know what I'm talking about. I can <laughs> write a hell of a paper, copy and paste a hell of a paper. Wow. <laughs> look, we look, we got the degree though. <laughs> I already got you. I can't take it back. Um, but. Yeah, so like it's it, school's just never been for me. So I went through everything. Like I said, I did shadowing. You know, my mom was a nurse at University of Chicago, so I had all the outlets to go and do stuff. Um, and it's actually funny. So schooling did it for me for sure. Or go okay, came. I was just like, all right, sat and talked with my advisor. I'm like, can I switch? And mm -hmm. she just kind of looked at me crazy, and she's just like, Ashley, I don't know if you understand like what you're about to do, but <laughs> you switching, you're gonna have to start all over wow and um she was like or you know looking at i took uh spanish and i took like a lot of liberal arts focus electives okay um so she was like well kind of looking at that you'll be pushed back a semester um but that's the closest thing i can get you out of here with someone within the same timeline as if you get a liberal arts degree okay. and she straight up told me she was like it's basically bs um, she was like, but it's also like a created degree. Like you can pretty much do, like you can build your own field with it. Like what direction you want to take it. So what was the degree's name? So it's, it's a bachelor of arts. Okay. Um, and then my focus is liberal arts and the main, main focus is urban, uh, pol not politics, but urban education, I believe. Mm, okay. Yeah. So, right. So how many people you know with a liberal <laughs> <Okay>. arts degree? <laughs> but whatever. But you got the degree. I graduated. Yeah. So it was school partly. And then my grandmother, God rest her soul, mm -hmm. before she passed, oh. she was in the hospital at Northwestern and I was in the room with her and my mom had walked out. And she goes, you know, Ashley, I gotta go to the bathroom. And I'm like, okay, you know, let me help you up. Walk you to the bathroom. Mm. She's like, oh no, baby, pull the curtain. And so I pulled the curtain. I was just like, all right, what, like you need some help now? Like what, what do we need to do? This lady grabs the pan from up under the bed and was like, you just gotta put this underneath me and help me lift my leg. And she's mm. like, oh, you're gonna be a nurse. So this is what you're gonna do, baby. <laughs> Granted, it was my grandmother, so I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. It's, she wiped my butt. I can help her with yeah. hers. And I asked my mom, I'm like, is this something I'm really going to have to do? Like, I can't just graduate and become, like, a pediatric doctor right away. She's like, girl, no. You start from the bottom. You do, you know, your residency. You, you wipe a few butts. You know, you have to deal with stuff. And I'm just like... <sighs> Wow, because yeah, my mom was a CNA and she before she transferred into her career and she told me those stories and I said, are you serious? Yeah, like even just like if you go and be a nurse, you should be a CNA, like regardless of whatever like career track you take, like you have to start. I mean, that's with any career. Yeah. But when it comes to the medical field, starting at the bottom, like you're starting at the bottom. Mm -mm. And I'm just like, there's no way I can get around this. Like, I don't like it. And I just figured out I didn't really like patient interaction like as much as I thought I would. Oh wow! You know, and then it's also because you said that your family was mainly like healthcare or in law, so mm -hmm. you were probably just groomed that way, mm -hmm. where you know you didn't think about nothing different but healthcare exactly. or medicine. That's all. So I and that's me too because I took chemistry one hundred and two. Yeah. I said <laughs> I barely passed. It, no, I didn't even look. I took chemistry one hundred and one. I got to see. I said, wait, this does not sound good. If I'm trying to go to medical school. <laughs> And then 102, the first week, I said, oh, no. And they were saying, oh, yeah, this is the best professor that we have. I said, if I'm struggling with the best professor, let me get out now, you know? <laughs> so that's what I did. But it's funny that you brought up your change in college because I wanted to ask you about that, that moment. Like, when did you know? Oh, well, you said organic, but... Can you talk about when you changed it and you said you're going into this specific uh, major, did you know event planning at that moment? No. So even still with that, I didn't start officially my company in 2016. So it was after I graduated okay. um, and kind of, I was looking into careers and I was just like, ah, 
what like what am I really gonna do with this degree and it was kind of a bummer because I'm like what like what am I gonna do with myself like at that point I honestly felt like I'm like I don't have school's not for me mm. I don't have a talent like I can't sing I can't you know draw like I'm not an artist I'm like I not well into sports like I used to be I'm like mm. what, what the hell am I gonna do like I'm like there's you know for me to have wasted so much time in school I'm like what either I'm gonna go back to school or just be sitting out here with a BS job with this degree mm-hmm. um so once I graduated I actually still worked in the medical field I was a medical staff coordinator um and that made me hate the medical field even more wow. so I dealt um so I was like someone like a physician's assistant um, but I was more so on their like on the credential side. So I make sure they were registered. I make sure they took their boards, recertified. Uh, make sure they paid their medical staff dues. So everything like I was their assistant. Okay. So I would get them kind of like off hours, and I would hear the real conversations. I would hear the the doctors and their real attitudes about the patients, oh, and the, no. and I I didn't like it. it not all hospitals, but majority of it, it's it's business over patients, and I didn't like that. I don't like that at all. I'm just like, I don't want to be involved in this. And if I wasn't going to be clinical, it was going to have, it was either clinical or executive for me. Okay. And I worked directly with the executives at Swedish uh, Covenant Hospital. And I'm like, it's either I'm going to be clinical or I'm going to have to be in the office or one of the offices. And I'm like, this isn't, and granted, it could have just been the hospital I was at. But at that point, I was just like, eh, no. Mm-hmm. And that's when I was like, doing more so with event planning while I was working there. Okay, so um, was that, so did you go from that job straight into event planning? Oh, you did? Yeah. Well, and it was, it was, it was a rough ass transition. Oh no, Talk, <laughs> we want to hear it. We want to hear it. <laughs> so, all right, so here I am. I have been planning stuff, like doing little stuff, baby showers. I started mainly doing decor. So I was called queen of decor. I used to do the candy tables. Oh, I used yeah. to, uh, I handcrafted centerpieces um, and figured out I had that sort of a skill uh knowing kind of how to do diys and stuff like that wow. so i started with that uh did proms prom season was real big because i started a little bit before the summer so it was so much fun and i think i could tell i was um d- becoming detached from my actual position uh because part of my position as well was like meeting planning so i would plan the um, meetings for the doctors to have speakers come in and like take classes basically that will count towards their uh, board recertifications. Oh. Um, so I loved it. I'm like, ooh, let me, you know, order this, order the food, do the catering, set everything up, talk to the speakers, give them the run a show, uh, run a show. <laughs> it wasn't really a run a show, but uh, kind of talking to them, give them a rundown, get their uh, PowerPoints and stuff like that up. So I'm like, I like this. And that's when I actually went and, you know, did the uh, branding, did the logoing, bought the domain. Like I was just like, just jumped head first into it and was like, I'm going to do it. And I think as I became detached with the job, my manager was like, I put my two weeks in. Wow. I was like, and this was like six months into the job. I was just like, I don't like this. I'm over it. I was so just like, I don't know if it's the right word to use, but like just like starstruck with what I was like doing with event planning. And I was just like, oh, I'm ready. Like I'm about wow. to jump right in and have anything saved up. Like, wow. <laughs> I was like, all right, let's do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I left that job, had a big uh, business launch and everything that uh, June, and everything just kind of like went down. Like it was not like what I thought it was gonna be. The launch went well. The events before that went well, but it was like after the launch party, like I like I had no clients. Like nothing was coming in, uh, and I had met the lady, one of the doctors, who's like one of the founders over the Swedish Covenant Hospitals Foundation. Uh, and when I was working there, I met with them and I was going to like be taken on as a volunteer, but like a volunteer with the head coordinator. So it was a huge, like amazing yeah. um, opportunity. And once I got fired or not fired, I left. But then I kind of she told me like before I was about to leave, like, oh, you can just, you know, within that week or whatever that I said I was going to leave. She's like, oh, you can leave tomorrow. Like, you don't even have to stay here anymore. Mm. And I think that. um they didn't like how I did it. They didn't. They didn't like how I guess my attitude was about it. Cause I was just like I didn't, you know, care about the job anymore. And they reached out to the foundation and they kind of like fired me from the like <laughs> helping wow. with the the gala and everything. So that went down the toilet. <laughs> but it was really petty. But couldn't you have still stayed on? No. Oh. Because I mean I could have technically, um, but I think that they just built such a relationship with her. 
and that was one of the our doctors so to say so she they were just like look no we don't want her involved in the gala um so we're just not gonna do that you know we're gonna push her off and it was also funny um not even to go into so much details with the job but I had a coworker who was like going through things with her relationship and I think one email I had sent out or something I sent out to, to my boyfriend or something like that during work was like talking about that like oh how was your day and I'm like oh so and so having issues again I'm tired of listening to it mm-hmm. they actually went through my emails <laughs> yes <laughs> they went through my emails and she like sent me this nasty message and was like, you're spreading all of my business to, you know, somebody I don't even know. I, I told you something, um, you know, trying to get your advice and you went and, and spilled all my beans basically to your boyfriend. And at the same time, I'm like, lady, I knew you for five months. Like, I don't even know why you were like telling me all your business like that anyway. And two, like, why are you guys going through the emails yeah. that I've sent? Granted, the manager has the you know right to do that. That's their email once I leave. But for her, the manager to give it to the coordinator and say, "Oh, hey, look what she was saying about you." That's so messy. You shouldn't be her friend because she didn't like our relationship. But girl, so I think that had a lot to do with it too. It was all women. The founder, the um, the doctor who was over the foundation for that year was a woman as well. And I think that it was just kind of chatty, chatty. Like you don't want this type of person on the gala's uh, event team. So. That went down. So messy. <laughs> Girl. But you know, everything works for your good. You know, like, you don't... Well, you probably would have left... It, well, you were leaving anyway, but you just probably need that push, that little mm-hmm. hard kick. Because oftentimes when we're in college, we're often used to, like, soft kicks mm-hmm. or, like, going with the flow or our instructor tells us to do this and that. But sometimes we got to get knocked down, yeah. knocked down a little hard. Oh, and, hard. <laughs> it is. It was hard. It just... Everything just went to crap. I started like uh, as a Lyft and Uber driver um, and was making pretty good money. But then I would have days where I had 27 passengers and made $25. And I had freaking bills and car notes that needed to be paid that week. Mm. So it was it was a struggle. And I ended up going back to work, of course, because it just kind of put things into perspective for me. You need money to make money. That's good. Period. Like, it, it, there's plenty of people who, you know, take that that chance and kind of go for a very long time without but I couldn't do that like I had too much on my plate um that needed to be taken care of and just with my business I didn't want to do anything like janky so it costs money for a graphic designer it costs money to get like somebody to like start your social media you know get a website created like that stuff is expensive and me not having a a steady income or a steady paycheck it just stressful but you know this is this is an interesting story because oftentimes we hear because i never really hear your story as in like you quit your job and then you have to go back to work because Mm -hmm. it didn't work out so this is a really good story (laughs) and i'm glad that you said it and i'm glad that you're sharing it because you know it's not our plans are not always going to be or go as followed or go as created so it's so interesting so after you okay after you started the healthcare job Mm -hmm. six months old Six months in, you quit. Mm-hmm. You tried to do Uber. It wasn't really working out. Tried to do event planning, but that was my oh, main yeah. baby. And that just, like, it just wasn't working. Mm-hmm. And so then I, what job did you go after that? <laughs> completely different, too. Um, and I was started, um, I don't even, well, no, we weren't started. Me and my boyfriend had been together for about a year at that point. Um, and he had always told me, since even we met, he's like, he's a mortgage banker. So he's okay. like, you should try this. You should try real estate. I'm like, what? I don't want to do any damn real estate. He's like, you're, you know, you talk well with people. You're a great salesperson. Like, you should just try it. I'm just like, no. I, I left retail for a reason. That was my high school, college job. Hated it. I'm like, I, I don't want to deal with customer service ever again. But I ended up going because I needed, I, at this point, I needed a job. Yeah. Like, it was evident like I needed a job his job was hiring which was a federal savings bank um and they actually train you so I felt more comfortable going to a position like that because they're like you just have to have your degree and some type of sales or customer service experience which I had in retail and they'll and they'll train you so I had paid training it was amazing like I absolutely loved the job loved it made so many great connections there um and like i said i didn't think i would have any interest in in mortgage i knew nothing about mortgage but barely how to spell it like (laughs) like that that's all 
all I knew about it. But when they trained me and I got into my position as a junior analyst, and I was like, I really like this. So can you give us like a short spill on what your role was in as a junior? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So. I order all like the third party orders and follow up with them. So basically getting title order, verifying income, uh, mm. verifying employment. Um, I'm trying to get a whole list. I'm like trying to go through the checklist in my head, like title appraisals, um, and just whatever else the banker needs help with getting all those documents up front so that we can pass the file along to the rest of the team and they can go ahead and get everything okay. uh, structured. So it was like a, a banker's assistant. Okay. As you can say. That makes sense. And but the bills got paid. The bills got and it was it was a pretty with me and my boyfriend, we lived together, so um with his income and my income, like we were it was good. It was like good. we were good. I was it able was to good. do stuff uh with my business more. Um and I love that. Like I was able to get a lot of stuff done. Uh but with that I kinda noticed that I, my business took a back seat for like a year. Mm. And I was just like, ah, I'm I'm good at my job. Like I don't really need to hustle hard like I used to because I got a paycheck. I'm cool. Yeah. So, I think that's that's what uh the the next step after that was just like you need to to do something a little bit more with your business. Okay. So, yeah, it, I absolutely loved it. Okay, so I do have to ask because we we got into the topic of full time employment, quitting, and then getting back into a job. So, are you currently a full time employee right now? No, which which is funny, <laughs> girl. That's what I'm like. How much time we got? <laughs> I, within these last few years, honey, I got I got let go from that job. They had mm. to um, the mortgage. Let go. Yes, yep. Hurt my little soul. Um, so in between that, so <laughs> I got the job. Found okay. out I was pregnant. Like all within that same time. Oh wow. Um. So I was still working there. And it was a very family oriented um, job. Like everyone had kids. Everyone you know was having kids. Like That's it good. was. They had benefits for it. Um, they had a short-term, like, not short-term leave, but unpaid maternity leave and things like that. But my job was still there when I got back. So, um, so I took the maternity leave, um, taking care of my girl, went back to work and like two months later got called into the office and was like, it's no easy way to do this, but we're letting go of some of our, uh, operation staff. We didn't make the, uh, budget that we projected for the year and, I honestly think I had a lot to do with me going on maternity leave and me coming back and being a lot slower than I used to be like mom brain on a thousand like I like basically needed to be retrained like it was it was hard because the mortgage industry changes every day oh you know stuff so I came back and was like luckily it's the same system but like what are we doing now um so yeah I got let go that was hard um but honestly that put me in the position where I am now and it's so much going well mm. like it's so much going well I'm at home with my daughter full-time I would not regret that at all but me not having a job puts that hustle back into my heart that was not there when I was working and had a you know guaranteed paycheck and now I have my daughter so it's just like I have to work every okay. day you know people think staying at home with my daughter is like easy I'm like no this is hard yeah taking care of her just a full-time mom in general that's so hard and then I'm, you know, working full time with my business itself. And it's just like, there's social media, there's emailing, there's blasts, there's marketing. Like, I'm doing it all by myself. And that is not easy. Not at all. Not easy. Trust <laughs> it's me. It's not easy It's at not all. easy. So, Look, I understand. So, but definitely, it, it hit me hard. Especially because I've gotten fired from retail jobs because I didn't like them. I was like, stop coming to work, like, whatever, don't care. Yeah. This was, like, the first job I had ever gotten that I, like, loved. Like, I absolutely loved it. It was super, like, the scheduling, the people, like, the man, everyone was, like, super laid back. Like, it wasn't, like, super strict. And I, I just loved it. And, and with me and my maternity leave and how understanding they were throughout my pregnancy, like, I'm like, I could see myself, like, turning this into a career. Yeah. But I think that was a slap in the face that I needed because it was like, this wasn't the goal, Ashley. <laughs> like, yeah. You're forgetting about your business. Like, remember, hello, my business is sitting in the corner like, hey, mom, uh, <laughs> did you forget about your child? <laughs> um, and yeah, so much has been going so well. And, and that was a blessing in disguise. I honestly do believe that. Um, mm. 
I feel like you're speaking to so many people, even me too. <laughs> because like I told you before we started this interview, I just graduated in May. And it's not easy because we've been kind of coddled these these years of college girl, and high school. So, you know, so now you're on your own. It's like, wait, what's going on? I don't, I can't comprehend this. So you're speaking to a lot of people, including me. So I, I'm just grateful for your story. Like, yeah. I feel like when you're going through it, it's hard. But mm-hmm. when you get to the end point and you're able to share like your experience, you're just helping so many people. So you thank laugh you. At it. It's just like, dude, Girl, am I really? I can't I wait that. until I'm laughing because <laughs> I'm over here like trying to catch my breath. You like, will, you will. And as long as you just have that goal like set into your head, like you look at that every day. And my my biggest thing that has helped me thus far is even if I don't take a full day of working, like if I wake up in the morning and I do something on my to-do list, I do something that has something to do with my business, whether it be a post, whether it be a comment, like follow, uh, research, looking up somebody, sending an email, do something that has something to do with your goal every single day. Yeah. Me doing that in the last two months, I lost my job, had very crappy income for the last couple of months. For the month of December, girl, I've tripled the salary that I would have got. Wow. Yes. Wow. That's. Wait, so you lost your job in, is it October? Mm -hmm. So this is so recent. So recent. Wow. (laughs) Well, congratulations. Thank you. Oh, wow. And it's just, it's seeing a difference of letting my business take a backseat and kind of just taking up events when I felt like it, as opposed to me looking for events, like me hosting events, me starting events, me, you know, marketing myself for, you know, two months straight. It's just like, oh. And for it to have happened that quick for me, because usually, you know, you don't see a return on your investments for like six to eight months normally. Two months. And I'm like, oh, I'm making more this month than I would have made if I was still working at my old job. Okay. That's amazing. I can do it. (laughs) So now that you have your business, how do you market yourself to get new clients or to be in front of future clients? Network. Mm. Network. And for me, luckily, like I said, I had my business officially since 2016, so I've been networking since then. Um, the biggest thing that, that has helped me is the organization that I'm a marketing events assistant for. So it's the Shy Housewives. Mm-hmm. Housewives in the City is the brand. I met the girl Allie back in, I think it was the end of 2016, early 2017, around that time. And she kind of took me under her wing and kind of mm-hmm. allowed me to use that platform as experience, but also for my business marketing purposes as well. So, you know, I go to monthly, um, or host, not go to, I host them, <laughs> the monthly networking socials. At various right like Bar Louie, STK, Punchbowl Social, all that stuff. Um, so I meet so many people every month. And then outside of that, I go to events myself. So searching it, hashtagging, you know, looking up events, just friends that I know in the event planning industry who I follow, um, restaurants or like venues you know, post stuff, events and things like that. Eventbrite is an amazing resource. Yeah. You, I just look up stuff and I, I set my calendar out and I'm like, all right, on this day, I need to go here, 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 pass out business cards, talk to people, meet with people. Um, and that has helped me because then randomly I'll get emails or DMs like, hey, remember we met here? I have an event for this or I need somebody for that. So... That's good. Network. Network. <laughs> so you That's can't good. network anymore. Oh, look, networking <laughs> is the key. So do you remember like your first client? Hmm. Maybe, yeah. Do you remember your first client? For? For your for your business. Back in like 2016 or like. You had so many starting points. <laughs> That's what I was so maybe Back in 2016, Queen of Decor was actually a family friend. I did a prom. Okay. Wow. Uh-huh. So, and, and that's the other thing, too, for anybody that's just starting out. Talk to your friends and family. Like, I would just do stuff at my mom's house just because. Like, I would have people over or, you know, holidays I would create. So, like, just stuff to kind of get a portfolio going for myself. Um and so, yeah, so I just, I started with a family friend and she actually passed me on to my first official client, which was a baby shower um, that I had did for one of her friends. And it was amazing. That's like she, good. and she passed me on to somebody else. And wow. Yeah. Word of mouth is so good. I went from like zero followers, like 300 followers, 17 uh, reviews. Like, yeah. So it, it, word of mouth for event planning. I'm not, you know, other fields and stuff like that. It's, it's different but specifically for event planning or anyone that has an online based business or product word of mouth is going to get you far 
ask for those reviews. Mm-hmm. Send out, you know, even if it's just a family or a friend, wherever you start, just send out those um, like post event kind of surveys is what I do, and I get reviews from that. I stalk people like, hey, go to my Facebook, you know, go to my um, website, like leave a review, leave a review, leave a review. You might have to ask somebody 17 different times, but be persistent and you'll get them. That's good. It, it definitely helps. It helped me for sure. Wow. That is so good. <laughs> so, um, how do you market yourself once you get that? Yeah, how do you market yourself? Like on uh, social media or just like. Yeah, even yet on social media, or can you like give us specific examples? Because oftentimes we go to these networking events and mm-hmm. we may be scared. Mm-hmm. So, what can you tell like our listeners to help us do better? So, for networking, mm-hmm. I had a friend that told me <laughs> it was like, um, always have something. Actually, a friend, Sierra, duh. She was like, always have something like on you. Mm. Or point out something on somebody that could be like a conversation starter. So I would start like just getting like logos made on t-shirts for my business. Like I've done that before. Or just having little brooches. Like just little stuff that'll start like a conversation um, on yourself. Okay. And then pick out something from somebody else. It could be some, oh, you know, like I like, you know, the bag, the purse. That can start a conversation. And it's, oh, hey, my name is Ashley. Here's a business card. You know, what are you here for? I'm here for, you know, so-and-so. And I'm here to, you know, network or, or whatever the case may be. But just you just got to be, just don't be afraid. Don't that's, be afraid. It's not, that's not going to help you. And that's going to kind of deter you from going to other events as well. And when it comes to networking events, or not even just networking events, let me not just say that, just events in general. Just talk, just be sociable. Get you a glass of wine if you need to. <laughs> simmer down a little bit, like whatever you need to do. And just, just literally put yourself out there. Like, it, it, there's no easier way to, like, go around it. There's no, like, shortcut. You just pick yourself up and just throw yourself in there and go talk to somebody. Just point anybody. Point somebody out. That's hey, good. you know, I like that. What's your name? See, I love networking events. And I feel like, though I love them, I feel like a lot of people love them, too. But they make mistakes there. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the biggest mistake that they make at um, networking events is that I see as soon as the event is over, everybody rushes and goes and tries to speak to the speaker. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you guys have like a, a 20 minute, 30 minute like wait just to speak to a speaker that probably won't remember you because, you know, mm-hmm. she's there for a job. She's probably getting paid, you know, mm-hmm. nothing against her. But, you know. That's her job. Where the wealth is in the people, the people that are sitting next to you. So that is so good that you said that. (laughs) It's funny because people, and that's one thing that I've noticed working like behind the scenes with a lot of events here in Chicago. It's like people go for the social media famous folks all the time. Mm. Sometimes that's not even the people you need to talk to. It's a lady with 500 followers, yet she's the executive producer for Fox. You would have never known that. That's real. Like you... Following is is not everything. Like you know, how many followers, how many likes. Sometimes that doesn't even equate to anything. Ninety nine percent of the time, That's it doesn't real. equate to anything. Like you, like you said, you need to talk to the people that the organizers. Who who do you see yes. running around doing stuff? You know, that is so good. Let me even take about my experience. Then that you said that because I went to this Essence event. It was here in Chicago. It was like Path to Power. They were partnering oh, yeah, with. Oh, yeah, yeah, You went? Yeah. Oh, no, no, I didn't went. Okay. I didn't went. I didn't go. But okay. I know exactly what you're talking about. So I went there, right? And like for me, like when, with Millennial Influence, I just want to have more events. But it's so I'm like, you know, it wouldn't hurt, like, you know, helping just out, fine. you know, going and helping out with one of their events. So I was seeing the organizer run around and I said, okay, by the end of the event, make sure you go and talk to her. Mm-hmm. So I talked to her. I her um no actually let me I'm gonna be real so <laughs> me and my friend went to the event we talked to her and she gave us um she gave us her information right so a couple of days after that I emailed her I later found out that my friend didn't email her she said she forgot I said oh my god biggest mistake so basically she passed my information to one of the contact people in New York mm, oh I know so two weeks Let's, let's say a month a month after that event they were having an event with all like their future clients as well as um pers- well their current clients about the future of essence for mm. 2019 and i was the only volunteer that you Hello. know exactly and i was able to <laughs> network with all these big people executives and i'm like uh-huh. People that work for Facebook, and I'm like, yo, uh-huh. this is so cool. So I love how you say the executive, and it was so sad because though my friend was with me and she got the contact information, she didn't follow up. She could have been follow right by me. It is follow up is key. So I just had to share this story. If you're listening, <laughs> friend, I'm sorry. 
<laughs> but you gotta learn. So. Definitely follow up. And like you said, even if you want to talk to the you know the speakers or whatever the case may be, take a key point from something that they said and reach out to them. You know, like you, it's gonna be a line of people trying to talk to those same people. You could drop a DM. Honestly, I've dropped DMs and, mm-hmm. and gotten responses. That's like good. you just ne- you just never know. Use all your resources. Take something from what they said. Shoot them an email. Like following up. Like absolutely love your event. You know, you spoke about so and so. Wondering if we could talk about X Y Z. Like you just never know. I I send so many proposals and I may have to send two hundred before I get one yes. Wow. But don't let that like no or let that non response or just the intimidation like stir you away. That is so good. You know, I send so many emails a day. That's and so sometimes good. I don't get responses for months. Wow. <laughs> so just just do it and keep yeah. doing it. Keep doing it. That's that spoke to me. That spoke to me. <laughs> so let's get into like the exact process of, you know, your your business. Mm-hmm. So oftentimes we go to these pretty events and we see them like, oh my God, this is so cool, so pretty, but we don't know the work that goes behind oh, it. Baby. So what's the process from meeting with the clients? Like what is the process? Every event is different. So it, it all depends on the type of the event. But just generally uh, say a client contacts me. So what we'll do is we'll do something called a consultation. So we'll sit down, you'll kind of map out to me. I actually like, what What do you want? Like what, you say we sit here and imagine you walking into the door of this event. What do you want to see? Like what do you want to happen from who do you want to walk up to you to hand you something? Who do you, you know, want the sign-in table to look like, register, like literally every single detail uh, we sit and talk about. What I do is I start like a uh, event description. So time, date, place, um, guest count, you know, everything that we need. Like we literally sit and map it all out. Uh, and then I do an inventory list so that we know, you know, what needs to be purchased, who we need to reach out to, everything from a backdrop down to a fork. Like you wow. have to literally inventory every single, yeah. <laughs> you have to inventory every single thing that you need. Um, and then once you get what you want the event to look like, what you're going to need, you set up a budget. Mm. So it's like, what are we doing? What do we need? How much is it going to cost? And that's usually like the general out um, line of like how you start. Now we can go into a bunch of details, but we ain't got that much. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's good. So can you tell us about some of your favorite experiences that you helped create? Oh, it was a few. Honestly, just recently, the house call, that the most recent one. Oh, so that, you did that? Uh-huh, yeah. I'll be the uh, manager for that. <laughs> let me throw you your flowers. Because it was so pretty. It was amazing. And that had a lot to do uh, with the graphic design. I think her name Tahini. Oh, I do not want to pronounce her name Y'all wrong. did a wonderful job. The graphics did it. Like... Sierra had first off Sierra and her creative mind is just ridiculous like she will come to me with so many ideas like look girl like I want to do xyz like what do we need to do so it's just like we're the yin and yang like she's the creative and I'm here as the like the organizer Mm -hmm. so she came to me it was house mimosa and I'm sure you probably have uh seen those events before but she does like sipping shops Mm. she'll have um vendors come out they'll sell their products and she'll serve mimosas music all that good stuff super cute so she came and she's like look i want this self-care day i want it to be like a spa i want everyone to be pampered i want people to come in pajamas i'm like what the hell are you talking about (laughs) like i was like wait so are we going to a spa like what are we really doing and then when she explained it to me and was like no like I'm not talking about onesies with the foot, like, you know, we're talking about some nice, because I'm thinking, like, the pajama, I'm wearing yeah. t-shirts of it, so I'm like, how are we going to pull this off? She's like, no, just hear me out. I want it to be super chic heels. Uh, she showed me some examples. I'm just like, oh, I mm. love this. So that, it took so much work. I mean, like, months of planning. But that's why it turned out the way it did. Like, we did so much play. But it was a lot of fun, too, just meeting with people, uh, meeting with the panelists, talking with the panelists, uh, holding over uh, communications and stuff like that. It took a while, but then when that day came and we did the run a show the day before, we started setting up, that's when it was just like, this is about to happen. It was just an amazing concept that I'm so excited and so happy that she, like, reached out to me. Um, and was like, I need you to manage this. Like, I, I want this to go this way, and I need you to make sure it happens. And we did that. And and like you said, everyone loved it. And even with that, like, that wasn't even the best of the best that we could have done for that mm. event. Like, we walked in there, and it was so much that did not go right. No. <laughs> but we just, 
event planning, everything isn't a hundred percent. Yeah. So you're going to walk in and it's usually you should ask yourself a question of like, what's going to go wrong? Because something's going to go wrong. You just got to take it and you got to run with it. And that's what we did. And it was amazing. The people that were in there, the contacts I made, um, you know, from communicating with the even uh, individuals and sponsors who we had, like, that was amazing. That's that amazing. that was amazing. No, it was so pretty. <laughs> it was so pretty. And I loved how it was, I guess she told the people who got invited, like, to put it on social media. Mm-hmm. So everybody was putting it on social media. And you're like, what it is was going like, on? Like, literally my entire, so, and it's like, I was part of the event, so I knew. But had I not been a part of it, it's just like, literally, everyone's like, it was, it was so many people there that I didn't even know that were coming that I knew. Oh, and, like, people were walking up to me, and they're like, oh, hey, Ash. I was just like, I don't remember you being on the list, but hey, like, where did <laughs> hey, you <girl>. come from? <laughs> like, it was just so many people, and it just, it rang so many bells, and it had such a good name. And I'm so proud of that event. Like, that, that's her baby, but that's, like, my niece. <laughs> like... <laughs> House Hall is my niece. Like, that's that's my godchild. Like, it, so it was good. a really good event, so. That is so good. Yeah. So, how do you continue to better and evolve your skills? For, um, for event planning. For me specifically, the biggest thing that has helped me is sending out, like, post-event surveys. And mm-hmm. I like people to get down to the nitty-gritty. Like, I even ask people, like, what can I do? Like, what is it that I need to do that I need to improve? Um, so, I mean, you self-evaluate all the time. So, it's like I said, it was a lot of stuff that could have been improved if I would have took this step or that step. So initially, you know, before I even send that out, I kind of just look at myself like, hey, you know, what did you do wrong? Like, what what could I have improved? And if even if I don't feel it's something I could have improved, it's just like, how can I take that and, you know, bring it to the next step? But like I said, the um, surveys that I send out, those help. Because uh, people are actually really receptive to it. Like, they'll send you and they'll tell you about yourself. If you <laughs> look, don't send out a survey if you are not okay with criticism because yeah. I've gotten critiqued. And and it's it's all good. I saved those actually. So, shout out to any of my past <laughs> vendors, sponsors, partners. I appreciate you. Like, those surveys help me, and I really do take those into consideration. Um, because, like I said, I can I can self evaluate all day, but. The main goal of having an event is to make sure that my client is satisfied and make sure that the attendees and the guests are like feeling like they've gotten their money's worth or felt like their time was was taken, you know, correctly. So definitely like to reach out to people and it's like, hey, what's up? Let me know. Give give me the good. good. (laughs) Give me the bad. (laughs) So if you were to talk to Ashley that just graduated from college, what would you tell her? Save, 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 save. And, and it's like, for some people, that's not always possible, but in a way it kind of is possible, especially in, like in today's society, there's so many side hustles. If you need two, three jobs, get two, three jobs because you're going to see a return on your investment and it's going to be worth it. But for me specifically, I was too like trigger happy so to say with you know starting my own business I had gotten my mom who was like a silent sponsor so she gave me a nice chunk of money up front and I kind of was just like I'm sorry but and she kind of told me she's like I knew okay but I I just needed you to see that for yourself um so definitely save and if you can't save have a business plan because I just was like I don't know how I'm gonna do this but I'm gonna do it I didn't have a business plan. I didn't sit down with anybody. Like, I didn't talk it over with anybody. It was just all actually like, look, we're going to do this. Uh, And that's why I think it felt. (laughs) Because now, with every event I have, like, I kind of just set a proposal and a template for every event I have. And it's just like, what do I need? How much money am I going to need? Do I need sponsors? You know, do I need... um, some people to you know send out marketing like what what's it going to take to make this event happen and that's key for anything any business any venture have a plan that's good okay so looking back at your journey can you talk about some highlights that you haven't shared already that you've seen uh like positive Mm -hmm. highlights yeah positive i'm trying to think like well, okay, so moving back to like one of my initial uh, clients, not initial clients, that was about probably a year until when I started Queen of, Queen of Decor. I was also a brand ambassador for a company, um, but she actually let me come out to the Black Women's Expo. And so I kind of managed, 
Oh, it was amazing. Wait, you managed it? No, 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 no. Okay. One of the uh, vendors. So okay. She had like a two like uh, booth. It was a pretty, pretty huge. Um, so she let me come out. She let me manage it. And I kind of just had the whole like decor kind of set up. And I had somebody with me, of course. So I wasn't like the head um, de event designer for that or like setup designer for that. Um, but with that event, like I just literally took all my business cards and I went to, I walked until I could not walk anymore and met so many people and that was the one where uh, candy what's her last name bird yeah yeah I actually ended up meeting her and meeting somebody on her team and they were looking for it. and it ended up not all the way going through but it was a, an amazing contact to make and i was super proud of myself That's for amazing. just putting myself out there uh, but they were looking for a coordinator to kind of go to africa and to do a setup yeah for an organization that they wanted to bring out there uh for like healthy li lifestyles and um it's like childhood obesity and it was a lot of things like health and wellness uh wise but i like i said i took that opportunity and i put myself out there i visited every single booth and table ended up running into her going into a room with her and speaking with her and a manager wow. along with one of my friends who was there helping me so that like i'll i'll never forget that that day it was just like that it's amazing i put myself out there and i was super happy about it and it just kind of showed me like if you you know you know what you can do, but then you, most times you kind of doubt yourself. Mm. But if you just kind of pick yourself up, like I say all the time, and just throw yourself out there, like you just never know who you're going to run into. And I ran into her and that was amazing. That was, that's good. <laughs> and that's the connections so I made, even though, like I said, I, I ended up not going out there and, and it didn't happen for me. Uh, the very, very big event, but I still have those contacts to this day, still have a good following, still likes pictures and stuff like that, makes comments. So I was, I was happy about that. That's good. And it's like, God is just showing you like your possibility. Like, yeah, it didn't work out this time. Uh -huh. Let me give you a little taste. Exactly. Taste a little bit of this, this exactly. meal, you know? Exactly. That's so good. So I was happy about that. And I, not to get sidetracked, but I love the Black Women's Expo, the it's connect. Amazing. Especially if you do you go to well, this is your first time, but if you go to the seminars, because uh -huh. they have seminars where they teach you stuff and then like being in a room with like minded people that are interested in what the person is saying is so amazing. Yeah. Like it's so good. So if you're listening to this, I know they have it in Atlanta, Chicago, and somewhere else, but please go if you see the Black Women's Expo. It's so uh, good. Amazing. <laughs> and walk. It's a lot of walking because mm -hmm. it's so many, but when I, I had a, a Vista print box of like 500 business cards. I went through half of those. Wow. I don't know how many people I gave business cards. Like, it was amazing. Like, I was on such a high from that event because I was just like, I put myself out there and people were receptive to it. Like, people were like, who is this girl? She's super like friendly and hyper. Like, who is she? Like, I've gotten people that wanted me to be like brand ambassadors for their company. That's I'm like, oh, you're with somebody else. <laughs> But give me your business card. <laughs> next time, so, next time. I'll come here next time with you. So, yeah, that definitely. Black Women's Expo is amazing. That's good. Okay, so oftentimes we see that experience on Instagram. So I want to talk about the un-Instagrammable moments. I know you shared, you know, quitting your job. An Instagrammable moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Share it with us some un-Instagrammable moments. What do you dirt. define un-Instagrammable So moments. oftentimes, like, we only put, like, highlight reels on Instagram. We say, oh, like, you want the real, real, the real. Like, <laughs> if you are crying, breaking down, let us know because I feel like it makes everybody more human. Like, oh we're like, oh, goodness. she's going through it too. Okay, I'm not the only person. I mean, aside from, I mean, granted, I haven't. Or not, let me not not say like I've had this golden spoon put in my mouth. But I, my backbone, my support system is amazing. So I have had failures, but was able to not bring myself down too much because of the support I have for my family. But <laughs> around that time when I left and thought my business was just going to be hot shit, <laughs> my French, it's okay, girl, I was driving, I don't know if it was Lyft or Uber, whatever the case had been. And I had gone through so many passages that day, so many rude people, so many people treating me like I'm driving Miss Daisy, wow. ignorant. And it was all through downtown, so you can just imagine people that were in and out my car, People complaining about me. My account got put on hold because somebody said that I smelled like weed. Mind you, you, at that time, like I'm, I'm like I'm not even on any of that. Like I, why would I do that? Like I'm a professional at the end of the day. Mm. I'm not just you know here just driving, just doing some BS. Like I know how to be professional. I know how to carry myself the way that I need to. My account was put on hold. 
at that time, I had so many bills that needed to be paid. I just remember pulling oh. over. I don't know if you know that building on Jackson. It's like, what is it, like 350 West Jackson or whatever it is, that big, huge uh, building with the like glasses all in the front. And I just remember by the bridge, I remember pulling over and I just had it. Like I broke down. I was like beating on the steering wheel. I'm just like, nothing's going right. Uh, it had been like literally right after um, I had all that stuff like that just kind of went downhill. Wasn't getting clients, wasn't getting views, likes, no, following nothing. Nobody wants to work with me. People were saying my prices were too high. Like just nothing was going right. And I just like, it was like a movie. Like I'm just beating on the stairwell. Like it just, I just had to let it all out. I called my mom and at that time she didn't know I had left my job yet. Okay. So she had no, she gave me all this money. She thought I was still working. Like this is when I was just like, look. I need some help because it's not it's not going I called her I was bawling and she's like why did you wait so long to tell me Ashley oh. so that was just oh, that was that was and I keep going back to that because that was probably one of the roughest times in my like adulthood Wow. and you know being on your own and like having to be responsible for your own bills and everything and it's just like trying to build a business on top of that I'm like why is this not working on top of losing all other jobs and losing opportunities um, that, that, that hit it, <laughs> that hit it. I've had cards decline. You know, we've had all those stories. No. <laughs> I've had cars run out of gas. Like I had my old car on my birthday, stop working. On your birthday? <laughs> on my birthday. Car just would not start as I'm leaving out of work. I already had this janky old oh, little beat up 1999 car at work. Stop working. Wouldn't, I'm just like. Had to get freaking told off the lot, and I was working at like the super prestigious, prestigious uh, daycare, so it's just like BMWs, Lexus, and here's my janky old little Nissan, <laughs> and I'm just like sitting there so embarrassed, like oh my god, but yeah, but that you know, Uber you, moment. you need those, you need those <laughs> moments because it grounds you and it keeps you humble oh, yeah. and it, it it makes you appreciate what you oh, have yeah. now. Oh yeah, and like I said, luckily. Even with my, my down moments, I have, you know, the support that I have. But in those times, it really does humble you. But it also lets you know, like, once you get through those moments, it's just like, see? Like, I understand it was hard. It was hard. But you got through it. And it's okay. And it's going to be okay. And you're human. That's good. So what more do you have in store for your business for the future? Oh, goodness, guys. When I tell you these last <laughs> couple... I, I mean, of course, I can't, you know, put out too much stuff uh, because I'm still in some negotiation uh, with contracts with some people. But I have some pretty dope sponsors coming uh, as soon as January 26th. So put that on your calendars, guys. <laughs> I'm going to be releasing some promo in the December for that event. Uh, but it's going to be really exciting. That's good. Uh, some stuff coming for the spring holidays and potentially, I'm not going to speak so much on that one either, but potentially a fest in the summer. So. Oh, that's good. Wait, summer of 19? 19, yep. Wow, so people are hitting you up. Oh. Mm-hmm. When I tell you, I don't know I don't know what it is. Like, I don't know where. I mean, I'm not going to say I don't know where, but I definitely have promoted myself. And I mean, I spent, because I'm at home with my daughter all day. So when she goes and she does her two, three hour naps, I'm on the internet like until my head hurts. And, you know, her dad comes home, he takes over, feed her, put her to bed from 7, 8 o'clock until 1, 2 o'clock in the morning. Sometimes I'm on my computer, I'm making connects, I'm looking up people, I'm finding who to get in contact with who. And what I did is I've made, like, press kits and just kind of proposal for different ideas, and I'm sending them out, and people are responding. Like, people are liking them. I'm just like, oh, like. That's good. I can actually do this, so just look. That's I got some good. stuff to release. <laughs> okay, so I'm so happy we made it to the end of the well, not the end of the video, uh, not the end of the interview, <laughs> but made it to the end of that segment. So now this new segment that we're going into is just like you're speaking Ooh-hoo. directly to our listeners. Ooh-hoo. It's really to help them out and just to you know give give them some information and and insight. Okay. Okay, so what myth do you want to destroy about entrepreneurship or following your dreams to millennials or youth? Oh, that's a really good one because there's a lot of them. (sighs) Most people think, because I guess the people who are popular entrepreneurs who make all the good money, millionaires, stuff like that, like it just looks like all fun. Don't get me wrong. It is all fun, but definitely don't let that overshadow how much work 
has to get put in to become into, you know, at that point where you're making what you need to be making or having the following you need, you're going to start from the ground. It's going to be extremely hard. <laughs> you're going to get slapped on your butt a bunch of times and you're going to get told no so many times, so many times. But don't let that deter you because looking at most people compare themselves to people who have been in the business 20, 30 years. Like, it's not going to happen overnight. Granted, for some people it does, but the vast majority and the reality of it is it's hard. It is hard, and you have to spend a lot of money to make a lot of money. I wish somebody would have told me that. That's real. Baby, you're going to have to spend a lot of money That's to real. make your money. Okay, so what resource, it could either be books or a podcast or a video, can you recommend to our listeners? Um, for entrepreneurs? Or following your dreams. Or even people that are interested in event planning. For our event planning specifically, honestly, hashtags. Mm -hmm. hashtags are like fuel to my fire like hashtagging on your post or just searching hashtags like you'll find so many companies vendors sponsors like just by going and doing a super sweep on uh, Instagram searches for hashtags uh, so I would definitely social media is a resource social media is an amazing resource we're in a time period where you know you can pretty much make a name for yourself uh based on what you post how you post how often you post so definitely use your social media that's usually the first thing i tell people like yeah get your name you know do all the logistics behind it but if you're just you know super starting off just put yourself out there like market yourself online let people see you let people see you know your portfolio see what you can do that's um, good. people love that that's good. So the third question is, who inspires you? At the tippity top, <laughs> my, my mom, honestly. Mm -hmm. So, I, you know, I have all my celebrities and stuff, but they're celebrities. Of course, they're, they're here to inspire. That's so true. my mom, born and raised in Kingston, Jamaica, came mm -hmm. from pretty much, you know, <laughs> no shoes. Like, And this lady is the ER director at a huge hospital, St. Francis in uh, Memphis, Tennessee. She just won an award for leadership over the entire yes. state of Tennessee. Yeah, so. Just, yes, mom. She, she's <laughs> amazing and she she works so hard. And, and I know growing up, like her working hard was like, when is mom home? Like all the holidays she's there, we open gifts and she has to go back to work. It's just like, why does mom have to work so much? And now I'm looking at her like, this is amazing. Now she's a director. Now she's chilling. You know, she doesn't have to do too much. She can work from home on certain days. She can travel six, seven times out the year like that. That woman is amazing. And that yeah. is that she is my motivation outside my daughter. And I feel it's something, <laughs> it's something so inspiring about um, an immigrant struggle. Because yes. my mom, well, I'm from Nigeria. My parents okay. were born there. And just knowing where they came from to where they are now. Baby. It's like, like what? How? How? <laughs> like you have no excuse. <laughs> but and then, to, like see. <laughs> and that's my biggest thing too with me. It's just like I have because I grew up pretty okay. Like, you know, like as far as finances and stuff like that. Like of course we lived in some, you know, sketchy neighborhoods and stuff like that. Like I grew up in hoods. But as far as finances and opportunities, like my mom afforded me with those because she didn't have them growing up. And she, that's something that she always told us, like, you're not going to clean a house. You know, like, you're not going to be someone's maid. And even with being a nanny, you know, as a side job and stuff like that, she was just like, oh, you're not going to be taking care of nobody else's kids. Like, take care of yourself. And that was always my mom, like, which is why I was not so hard having my hardships or dealing with them because she's just like, we got this. So... Seeing where she came from, like I said, in Kingston, Jamaica, <laughs> baby. That's good. That's good. So do you have any advice that you can give to any aspiring event planners or dream chasers? I definitely, like I said, network. And I'm going to say that a million and one times because when it comes to event planning, it's word of mouth. So you may network with somebody and they may just pass you on as like an intern or a volunteer to someone else. Like, hey, I met this girl. I think she'd be amazing and love her personality. Maybe she can help out with your event. But just go. Just go to events. Go to events. Look look it up on Eventbrite. Like I said, that's my best friend. <laughs> I just search stuff. And I love how you can categorize it uh, to whatever specific type of event you want to go to. But just go out there. Get you some business cards, even if they're just as simple. I'll take that back. Don't make them simple. Okay. Pay that extra money to get you a nice business card. Because in my experience, when you hand somebody something that's like a credit card, they're like, oh, 
Mm. I'm, they're less inclined to throw it away. Yeah. They don't want to. So definitely yeah. market yourself well and yeah. just put yourself out there and network, 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 network. That's good. <laughs> if you didn't know, now you know. <laughs> network. <laughs> I can say it so a million times. Seriously. So I want to thank you for yes. coming on this podcast and being really transparent with us. Absolutely. I feel like you really spoke to a lot of people and you spoke to me, especially in this transitional phase on and how it's not going to be easy but you have mm. to keep going and then another two with me specifically like i feel like you know i feel like there's sometimes well before i thought that there's sometimes you can overdo it on social media like mm-hmm. market yourself too much there's but no what exactly there's when i'm looking no at other thing. people that are marketing like they like she just talked about her business like yesterday sis okay we get it but you know that's what you need to do to put yourself out there mm-hmm. so I really do appreciate you you know absolutely in my head network babe <laughs> market yourself that's do real the, send that follow up email and if you need to send it 17 times send it that's real but before you leave please tell our listeners where they can reach you at yes absolutely so of course visit my website that's www.thetherareaffairs.com and then I'm also on Instagram at the rare affairs and then also the Ashley Diana with two A's <laughs> so influencers I'm so happy that she made it to this part of the interview she dropped so many gems I hope you guys were taking notes if you didn't take notes please go back and re-listen because it was so good if you feel like you learned something or if you liked it please share us on social media repost us share it with your grandma your mom your dad share it with somebody so they can you know level up as well because you can't just be leveling up by yourself Help people. Help everybody Level else. Together. You okay. definitely can't. You definitely cannot do it by yourself. You you cannot. Exactly. I'm here to tell you, I tried it. <laughs> you gonna be on the side of Jackson screaming, beating on your steering wheel because you ain't got no money. So don't do it by yourself. Look, don't do it by yourself. <laughs> and if you don't know nobody in person, which you probably do, just look into your network. You have us people that are on social media so just reach out to us and we're willing to you know help you through your process so influencers until next week bye Mm -hmm.